Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Bad Planning Podcast, the last episode of Octuki, which is actually really sad. And so sad. If you weren't paying attention, the month of Octuki is the month where the vibes are sinister, but the stories are like a minister gently resting his hand on your knee during mass. And I don't really know what to say more about that. That seems pretty spooky to me, especially if you grew up dealing with that. Anyway, let's not go down that path. Um, I'm really sad that this is the end of Octuki because spookiness is my favorite personal flavor of aura and vibes. I don't know. What about you, Deborah? I mean, yeah, the months in general have been going by. September was a minute, one full minute. Oh my God. And so I feel the same way about October. I guess we're a little bit behind, right? Because we're recording these and we're releasing these in the future, right? But still, it feels weird that October is almost done and... Like, like Halloween is here and I have no inspiration for Halloween. I usually my Halloween dress up girly. I know that's not your, that's not your truth, but I, (laughs) but I usually have inspiration and I can't think of anything this year. Like it's not, that is actually pretty scary. That is spooky. Yeah. It's spooky when you like lose your your childhood (laughs) essence. When you lose your spark for life and you have no creativity (laughs) left and all you are is just a husk. Today, I'm going to introduce to the ladies and gentlemen um, what we're doing, and that is um, Scary Art Review. We went out, we've each found three specific pieces of scary, scary art. Um, We want to shoot the shit about the scary art. Both Quill and I are very big art people, and we're also big scary art people. And the scariest art of it all is that I was really planning on going fully off the cuff. I just found three pictures I really liked of artists who I know and respect. Um, But I don't really have much more to see about that. Whereas Quill in classic Quill form did a little bit more like preparation and I think has something to say about the vibe. And I, that's why I love that about you. Um, So yeah, we're just going to do that. We're just going to go back and forth. We found that we really enjoyed um, walking through the picture from the Denver airport conspiracy. And so now we're doing that with spooky art. Spooky art is my personal favorite category of art. I think that it holds a very special place in like my soul as well as a lot of other people's souls. So I don't know. How do you feel about what's your energy with spooky art? I love spooky art. And I will say that's probably something I've like, grown into more i wouldn't say like in childhood necessarily i was drawn to like spooky horror it's kind of been more like an adolescence into like late or early mm-hmm. <laughs> but feeling late adulthood um so it feels, very late. <laughs> it feels late um <laughs> but no so i guess like i feel like i don't have like as much i feel like i'm still finding my like genre and what i really feel like is my version of spooky art that i would love to like have in my home you know because i think spooky actually is like a broad term when you think about art like there's like the yeah. classic like this is like scary you know and there's like horrific and there's like that's kind of cute and like a oh my god what kind of way you know so there's this spectrum so true. and i'm trying to figure out where where i kind of fit but i love i love the spookiness i just really do i do yeah. <laughs> i do so i do so with that um should we just 
go right in? Should we go right into it? Let's go right into it. Do you want to go first? I'll go first, okay, okay. because I'm excited about it. Um, and I'm going to send you this one picture, and I don't think you're going to be surprised at who I'm starting off with. What I have found in the spooky art, um, most of my spooky art that I'm bringing today is not ones that I'm like, um, yeah, let's hang that up because no. Um, so I'm sending you the first one. Yeah. This first one is called The Bride by Stephen Gamel. And you wouldn't be surprised because Quill and I just covered um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, the movie. And um, that was inspired by my love for the scary stories to tell in the dark book series, which is like an illustrated um, series of like folklore tales, like this um, journalist guy whose name I can't recall, <laughs> but like did a lot, pulled together a lot of stories from American folklore. And then Stephen Gamble illustrated it. And then briefly they republished the books without his illustrations because they were so terrifying and then they brought them back because everyone was like how dare you and i was one of those people who was like how how dare you um so anyway this let me just give you a little bit of a a little set the scene about this little picture here which we'll post on instagram which you'll never (laughs) look at it is like i said it's called the bride and i'll give you a little background story so you know like what so as I said, like these mm-hmm. pictures go along with stories. And this was um, one where a bride was like at her like party after she got married to her groom and like it was having so much fun. And for whatever reason, they all started to play hide and seek. Um, I don't know why you would do that at your like reception, but that's what they did. And she was like, oh my God, do you know where they're never going to find me? It's like if I hide in my grandpa's like old crusty trunk in the attic and so she goes to crawl in the crusty trunk in the attic and the trunk hits her head and she like falls into the trunk and then the trunk closes and locks and no one ever fucking finds her and they look for her for like a week and then they're like i guess she's gone and so they literally looked like everywhere except for in the crusty trunk apparently and they gave up after a week which feels like i don't know about that the threats but coming, um, from inside the house yeah Exactly. And then like, I don't know, like 50 years later, I have no idea how many years later, um, a maid goes up to like open the trunk and clean it. And she finds the body of the bride. So that's fun. That's like the folklore behind the story. Oh my God. I did not um, know that. I've seen this, this image before, obviously like, right. Cause we just reviewed that. It's but so scary. And it's so, ugh. Like, just the way that her legs are sitting there, like, almost behind her knees, and basically, yeah. t- like, it's really removed and, like, reduced the actual f- volume of a body, and it's just, like, kind of, like, the skeleton now, so it's really just, like, it's creepy and, like, crunched, which I really hate. The face, I'm not into the slanted, like, mm-hmm. continually slanting mm-hmm. teeth that are coming out of her mouth. What's going on with that? And um, all of a sudden, they're really sharp. Like the teeth are so sharp. sharp. Is that what happens when you decompose? Why are the teeth so sharp? (laughs) Why are they like that could fucking knot off any part of your body? No problem. And then the eye. She could have dug her way out of the trunk. The like, (laughs) right. Like girl, just use your turn to not like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. But, um, not to blame the victim. This is like, so her (laughs) eye though. This eye, like her yeah. left eye, like looking at you and the other one just being like obviously been eaten or something or falling out. Like that whole side of the face like drooping 
But then, mm-hmm. weirdly, the teeth are drooping on the other side. It's very, like, what's going on? I don't it like it. It feels like maybe I mean, I that it, was the but... side of her face that was, I love it, but I really don't like it. It looks like that's the side of her face that was shoved against the trunk for 50 years, maybe. And then, then everything oh. else kind of decomposed outwards. I don't know. That would just be what I imagined it to be. Yeah. Oof. Um, Because, like... I guess for the people who aren't looking at the image too, just to kind of give you the vibe, she's just like crouched up and it looks like she's crouched up like against a wall. She's not actually in the trunk in this picture or maybe she is and it's a big ass fucking trunk, but like um, you really just see her body and she's holding like some flowers and there's like a spider web coming, like attaching to her like skeletal legs in her frock. Um, And yeah, just to let you know. Okay. Can we talk about the actual like shape? This was a charcoal, right? Yes. And that's like something I'm finding is uh, my personal preference in scary images is like pencil on paper. For some reason, that is extra scary to me. I don't know if it's just the directness with which you transpose your mental images onto paper with a pencil, but it's the perfect medium for this. Yeah. I I agree with you. Like the shading is also very, like, I wonder why Mm -hmm. the shading in the background is like that, but I love it. But I'm just like, I'm like, I want to know like, why was that your choice? Because you could have covered it whole thing. I think that he uses light very interestingly in all of his pictures. Like to me, he is very intentional about his like shadows. Cause like if you look at the shadow behind her, it does look like there's someone like shining a light on her. And like, maybe we are looking down at her like yeah, in maybe the, the trunk because that's i think he's doing a really good job with that with the shadows he is like a master at that yeah like he's yeah like you're right like the light source is coming out from the top and then like that whole side of her face is casting a shadow except for her like her that arm is obviously really bright but that's what you're looking down i think that's right it's like it's coming from like down the top like right of the the scene like it's casting. i think so so we must be in the trunk like and i think that makes sense because we still have the spider web attached to her. Um, she's in her crunched up like position. Uh-huh. Obviously we don't need to like have the, you know, lines of the trunk around us to, you know, say like, yeah, for sure we're in the trunk. I think we're in the trunk and I think I that, think that so. makes it extra spooky. And her, I just like her face is really doing it for me. It's giving mummified for sure, which makes sense. Cause she was probably mummified in the trunk. Yeah, and I don't like and that I mean, hair bitch. That hair bitch. Yeah, I don't mm. know about the hair. And like the long toes. Long mm. toes. Mm. He's really is like because when you look at the toes too, it looks like the skin is potentially sloughing away from it. You can see like the metatarsals coming out. Like he's really crushing it like you can see even in this like blurred image like the contours of her bones i'm yeah i just love how fucked up this man's mind is it, he really does such a good job Did, was is, was he like a really nice guy <laughs> do we know I think he his is demeanor he's a really nice guy <laughs> He was born in 1943, so apparently I did do a little bit of background research, um, but I think I just know this because I love him. So he's like 80, um, and he lives in, like, I don't know, the Midwest somewhere, but I guess Ooh. 
he's been doing this shit for a long time and he had a pretty storied career before he started scary stories to tell in the dark but it's always been i think pretty scary images i think that's his like focus area um he's married to a photographer um and he started with um i'm looking like he has over like 80 works too which is crazy wow and um how big are these i mean they, I mean, were they ever were the originals like were they for that size question. for the book or were they like bigger and then they made them i think they're like eight and a half by 11 vibe things although you i don't fucking know dude. like because i'm sure some of them can be bigger but i've seen some pictures of him like actually sketching and it does seem to be like within kind of a sketch book style okay size um but who knows like it could have been way bigger than that but i'm just like mostly really impressed by the way oh okay hold on let me find a i found a picture of him so ooh okay oh. <laughs> we hate him yeah, he started his career this is from Wikipedia. He started his career with freelance commercial work, but became interested in children's book illustration. This is another thing about all the works of my art, works of mine, um, the, of art that I brought today, is that all of them are like children's book um, illustrations. I find scary children's book images to be a where I got my start in the scary bear. <laughs> Quill just sounds like a zoomed in. <laughs> picture of his face um scary sorry i find that is the best time to grab someone by the balls into the world of scariness and it's at from age like i don't know five to seven when i just <laughs> that was when i first saw these images and so scary picture books scary images just have always had a place in my heart probably also because i was raised by parents who liked the idea of scaring the shit out of their kids like with shit like that um so anyway i'm gonna shut the fuck up but i love scary children's book illustrations and i think children's minds are ripe for that type of constant like consuming that type of content and i yeah, think right. we should be scaring them okay i think we should be scaring them a little bit i think it's character development it's as simple as yeah. that Okay, well, I'll go. Okay, I'll go into a similar one. I mean, similar in like okay. subject matter, ish. Love it. Um, which is Saturn devouring his son by Francisco Goya. Oh my god, bitch! I almost brought this one. I love it so much. Okay. Oh my so, god. So this. So yeah, I'll give a little background as we absorb it, and we will again post this on Instagram. But the artist Francisco Goya, he was like a Spanish romantic painter. Um, in like the 1700s and then into the 1800s. These were unnamed, actually. So we don't know what the actual okay. name of the official art was. But it's it's believed that it's depicting um, Saturn devouring his own offspring as a prophetic measure to prevent his own downfall. So those are supposed to be his kids that he's devouring Fine. and being like, let me kill you before you kill me type of energy. Um, mm -hmm. And we can go, I, we can go into like the background that I have on this. But again, I, w I would love to hear your initial thoughts on this and then we can dive in from there. Well, as is unsurprising, I love um, the few bitches who were doing the scary shit in the, these artistic times. Like 
the Boshes of the world, the Goyas of the world. The there's another guy whose name I is escaping me, who's a big deal. Um, my initial impression of this is I love a dark background. I love a scary dark background, and I love like in scary shit. There's always this spooky, scary shading and like use of light, which feels very like of this time as well. Mm-hmm. Like, was this what was the what was the time again? You said 1700s. Yeah. Well, this was this was potentially. So this was a part of his like, I think like black paintings or dark paintings series, okay. and that was like eighteen fifteen to, or something, eighteen nineteen to okay. eighteen twenty five or something. So it was like okay. So I guess my initial impression in terms of what I'm seeing is a big, tall, gangly man eating the bloody stumps of like the head and um, arms of. A more human-sized creature and he's got a very like the look on his face is giving can't believe i'm doing this second of all i can't believe i'm doing this third i'm zoning out a little bit fourth yeah. gag um <laughs> fourth gag for sure it's like oh it's kind shit. of a lot it's a lot of emotions his hair is also doing the most. Um, there's something about the use of disheveled hair to communicate a very scary energy that works well for all these artists. But I'm loving the crouching over. I'm loving the frantic, frenzied nature of the eating of the bloody stumps. Everything about it is giving life. Honestly, I would put this at the end of a dark hallway in my Victorian home. This is a piece of art that I would hang in my home for sure. Yeah. No, this is what I'm saying. Like this, I probably would because I think it's just—it's also like regardless of the subject matter, which we can get into. Like the colors are gorge, like gorge, so pretty, like muted. Had a little bit of red in the middle there, like as like a pop. Oh, really? Yeah, you can really fuck this up. I agree with you though. The face—it's giving so many different emotions. It's like, yeah, you're right. It's checked out. It's also like, ew, this bitch tastes so fucking bad. And then it's also like. I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe. And that's why I can't. Like, it's this, like, whole confusion, like, frenzied nature. It really freaks me out. His mouth being that big, like, compared to the rest of his face, it's just, like, overemphasizing it. Scare, scare. Yeah. This, it says, so the painting is Saturn devouring his son. Son did leg day. This is, like, a butt. Okay, I was about to comment on the cheeked-up nature <laughs> like, of the son. Like, son. Juicy. Son, <laughs> that's on my juicy son. <laughs> that's on. Can't wait to get to his ass because that's definitely going to taste better than his fucking rhombus. Or whatever. <laughs> oh my but, god! But beautiful shading. It's just like it is beautiful wow. shading. But isn't it kind of giving the butt cheeks of the Renaissance ladies? <laughs> like it's a very feminine ass. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like. I guess here's where it's like people. This was unnamed, right? It, this was found in Goya's house. Okay. Um, Ooh. These were oh. unnamed. He didn't actually release these. He just had all these around his house. I think this one was found in what we would associate as the dining room. Um, so these were just like up on his house, that and it was all cute. about him going mad. Like it's about him like really descending into darkness, oh, um, shit. which I, we can get into. But they were unnamed. So I think people kind of. People like have like associated this, but I'm like, this okay. also could be a woman's figure, you know. And you know what? I don't think it's the sun. I think it's a woman. After knowing that, and I just think that bitches loved to apply like a Greek tragedy to everything, you know. 
I mean, there are other people who believe that it was like the aristocrats in Spain, like their aristocracy okay. kind of eating the poor kind of the whole, like divide there politically or socially. But yeah, I agree. I think it's, it gives woman's body. I also will say the way that he's like grasping the body, like how white his knuckles are, like he's grabbing, like, yeah, this isn't a person. This is a piece of food that he's like eating, like frenzied. <laughs> oh yeah and very good use of shading i also love like the difference between there's parts of this painting that are very like modeled and um you know not distinct whereas like the most detail is going in from like the double cheeked up nature of the person being eating into his scary grippy hands into his facial expression but everything else almost feels like he's capturing like movement and it's extremely like blurry and i'm living for that like it really does draw your eye directly to like you know the main shit but mm-hmm. and the main shit being him eating the person but don't you love how like scary the surroundings are and how like you can almost feel like he's like in a swooping nature a little bit yes he's in a swoop exactly he's in some type of swooping nature but that what's so and you were like kind of getting at this but like the figure he's eating yeah. The son, woman, whatever, is so still and like so structured, and yet yeah. he's full of movement. Like that's like it's like wouldn't the legs of the bo- the swinging body just be moving? Like they're so structured and weird. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. It's really terrifying. Like it's and also scary. what I will say is like what is he's so good at with the shading, right? But then like yeah. his left knee. Why is he wearing like a shin guard? This why is he wearing like a shin guard? Um this is the thing where it's like you can even see above the shin guard. There's like a weird swoopy thing happening like above it. And this is where I just feel like he's really capturing like I can see why this would be like some sort of capturing him going into madness because this like I can I can literally see this being animated in front of me like if you just use your imagination. I can I think he's really just capturing all this movement of light and him moving around while devouring the guy but then you've got that one moment of captured like mm-hmm. eating your arms type of energy it was also believed i mean again this not doesn't really, no one really knows because these were again these were all hung up in the black series was all the ones that he would just like hung up in his in his um house and didn't release and like he was going deaf at the time Oof. a lot of shit was going Dude. on in spain like a lot the way of that the Spain treated Spain. people who like a lot of shit was going on in Spain. Everybody, <laughs> like Napoleon was like, "Hi, I want you," and hey. like the Catholics were like, "Hi, everyone else." We're not classic. Is this not fucking the Catholics eating everyone? Like, don't get me started on this, that. This, yeah, because and they, and they think his whole like stance on the Spanish Inquisition was going that was happening throughout this time, but less so, yeah. I guess, than it, when it started, but. He just was like literally fuck this and was like so disappointed in like Spain and like what was happening. Or yeah. Like when the outside world was sort of developing, like and Spain was kind of cast back into this like oppressive time. Like, no, thank you. And then yeah, getting fucking like this is right when the Peninsula War was happening, or I think soon after, or around the time where like it was affected by that, and Spain's just recovering. And of course, like, if you are someone who is descending into madness, to use, you know, for lack of a more civilized term, 
and you're losing your hearing and you're at the point where you're hanging up all this shit around your house, of course you're going to come up with these like horrifying fucking images, especially if you are like swirling around you is this like religious like imagery that is probably going to influence like whatever output your brain is creating to deal with all this shit. Okay. I'm starting to feel bad for not doing the research you did. I think this is a fun, fun exploration into this piece of art, bitch. How come every time I act surprised that it's so interesting? Right, we're like, oh, this is gonna be, yeah. This is, it's it's so fascinating to me, and I also think, so one other thing I'll say about the shin, or the knee, Mm -hmm. is that it was thought because this wasn't found, and it wasn't named, and he didn't present it, so there was no explanation behind it. Potentially, these could have been and I think it's believed that when people did like whatever they can do to figure out the layers of an art piece, um, that there was like a lighter, more like happier kind of image on top of it that was maybe one of his older paintings and he painted over it. And so that bright speck could be like a sky or something and from like a, a lighter that he just didn't ever finish. That? Like he left it there because it kind of matched the tone of the rest of the painting. Oh my God, don't even get me started on him <laughs> painting over a happier painting bitch that was the sky and there was like cows grazing on a field and now it's saturn eating his son yeah oh my god bitch i'm i love this hello team editing quill here okay so here's the plan we're going to cut the episode here not because we didn't like the rest of the art that we talked about it was very fun but We are going to save the second half of this episode for an episode in November. And the reason for that is Audrey and I are both in a hell week and we're preparing for even more dire hell weeks in November. So want to set ourselves up for success. And so if you liked this episode, there will be a part two of this in No Thember. And uh, to keep up with that, follow us on Instagram at badplanningpod. You can email us badplanningpod at gmail.com. Give us some ideas for No Thember, you know what I'm saying? Um, But otherwise, we hope you've had a great October and are looking forward to the remainder of the holiday season for whatever that you celebrate. Okay, love y'all. Bye. It's the last episode of Octuki, everybody, and we hope that you enjoyed it so much and you had so much fun with us. Yes, I had so much fun with this final episode. It really had a nice send off to Octuki. I agree. Well, everybody, join us next week for the first episode of No Themeber, where fucking <gasps> we don't have a theme and we've fucking released ourselves from the shackles of themes. Okay, so I'm personally excited. I know Quill's excited. We are really ready to never do <laughs> themed months ever again. Okay, we tried yes. it. I don't know if it worked for us. Uh, yeah, here's what I, I'll, I'll say. I could do Octuki again. Yeah, I think there's so much I could delve into in that space and yes. like maybe do like g- general themed months here and there like if it ever sparks or tickles our fancy but generally it's not going to be a thing of the future okay no, babe. So, <laughs> so if you liked it sorry and i know you didn't because no you're not because you didn't listen to engaging. it so i mean right yeah <laughs> so cool it's pretty, like, a pretty clear indicator pretty clear okay okay well with that becky should we say goodbye to everyone Yes, bye everyone. See you next time. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.